our first legitimate rock star. Not talking about <laughs> not talking about a millennial that works at a marketing company. An actual rock star. One of the biggest we've had on the show. Also a competitive bodybuilder. An upcoming competition I see you got in uh-huh. March of 2024. Yep. Um, you can see his beefy arms over at Steve Ewing Music on Instagram. Check him out. He's a business owner. Got into hot dogs. You might have heard of Steve's Hot Dogs, who in 2022 was named the St. Louis style hot dog the official hot dog of st louis you're now available at stl city games yep you're also available at battle hawks games yep and you're now newly available at enterprise for blues games and blues fans that's correct yeah congratulations on that and you you. currently have a beef scented candle now (laughs) where people can purchase it to raise money for charity a beef scented candle (laughs) it's beef and bacon yep all right we'll talk more about that and uh you know charity's no no uh nothing new to steve either uh i know that in 2020 you rolled out the feed the people program got got eligible for a couple of grants just for feeding people and helping them out during a tough time we already told you he's a rock star he is the singer and performer in bands such as master blaster a stevie wonder tribute band steve ewing band and duo and of course since the 1980s has been jamming out with a not so little band you might have heard them called the urge some famous tracks you've heard from these guys all washed up brainless it's getting hectic which i believe you said in a podcast would be the name of your biopic would be yeah. getting, it's getting hectic uh straight to hell four letters and two words too much stereo and in the top 10 at one point jump right in featuring nick hexham of 311 and you might remember Mississippi Nights. You know you remember Point Fest. Uh, touring with bands the likes of Corn, 311, and Incubus. Yeah. The Urge has a show coming up at the pageant that we're going to talk all about on November 24th. Surprise, surprise, once again for charity, an amazing venue at the pageant. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my favorite place. Favorite venue same. in town. That's oh, my same. favorite joint, yeah. Yeah, I love it. You can see him featured all the time on Fox 2 in the Morning, KMOV, Riverfront Times, St. Louis Business Journal, 105.7 The Point. He's been on podcasts like The Barn, Offbeat Podcast. That's a 311 podcast you should check out. St. Louis Podcast. You were with a couple hot dogs recently. And the Right, <laughs> was, yeah. the right Lane Podcast. You might remember uh, in 2021 when you sat down with those guys and you shared a little bit of a secret about some candy that you love. Check behind that white box to your left and grab what? it. It's right behind it. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, <laughs> boys and girls around the world, welcome to the studio, St. Louis, Missouri. You know I Steve like Twizzlers. Ewing. <laughs> Twizzlers. <laughs> welcome, Steve. My favorite food. Thank you, man. Is that's that, awesome. that's your, not just your favorite candy. That's your favorite I food. I love Twizzlers. <laughs> I heard you say on the podcast that you, yeah. you, you love the pool and peel. I love them, both of them, all of them. Strawberry, pull and peel, all of it. Man, thank you for being here. Welcome. Oh, man, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. This is cool. Yeah, man, I can't believe it. I mean, just for the real world talk, you drive over here to the studio on a Monday night. You were in my living room this this morning on Fox 2 News talking yeah. about the show. I know you've had a long day, and you're on the press tour right now. You're very rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a press tour, yeah, no doubt. You're on the press tour. I have a lot going on. Um, I, I know you met us all, but... For the fans that are listening at home, the three of us are together for the first time in a while. We've been splitting up to handle oh, a, a lot of the interviews coming in. So, Giggler, welcome back to the studio. Thanks, buddy. So good to be here. Andy, a.k.a. The Giggler. We also have Scotty Scoop. 
I'm so starstruck. I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> That's every week. Though. I did say to him, yeah. I was like, is this is this your Britney Spears? And he's like, honestly, Britney Spears might be my Britney Spears, I guess. <laughs> but yes, you I'm telling you, we got the email that Steve w- was coming on the pod. And Scotty said it. his jaw hit the floor, as did all of ours. All of us were introduced to you at different ways and different times. Right. I love the intro we did because you've got so much going on with your history. And I really want to talk about this show that's coming up in just a week and a half at the pageant. Right. After it's coming up pretty fast. Yeah. Very fast. Um, but you have so much going on and uh, I, I can't pass up the opportunity. First of all, just get it out of the way. Holy cow, man. We are impressed. You are uh, not only a rock star, but uh, a prominent figure in the St. Louis community. We all live and work here in St. Louis, and I know that you're living here and working here hard. Oh, yeah. So just good to have another community member, and it's just impressive to see everything that you've been doing Well, out man, there. thank you. Appreciate it. It's my town, so, I mean, I try to take care, of, take care of folks, and folks have been taking care of me all these years, man. So, you know, is there anything I can do to give it back, do my thing? Well, I mentioned that we all know you different ways. I want to open up, as most people know, especially with the show coming around the corner, The Urge. Yeah. Scotty Scoop, as a fan, has seen you live back in the day. I thought maybe we could do a little time traveling for the folks that are here for <laughs> a little nostalgia, a little St. Louis look back. You know, it's kind of like it's it's fun to do, and it leads into to everything you're doing today. Scotty, take us back <clears> to, <throat> to young Scotty Scoop and experiencing The Urge and, and hearing them maybe for the first time. Picture, if you will. A young Scotty Scoop. Uh, uh, sophomore in high school, just got his license. It's 1996. I, I jump in my 89 Dodge Shadow, purple. And where do where do all the cool kids go in the mid-90s in their car? They go out and they cruise Lindbergh. I'm cruising Lindbergh. People did that. Yep. I've, I've, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the point. Of course, I crank the tunes, brainless, starts screaming, and, and, and my mind's exploding. And it it, it just, a, a very formative band in, in my background, um, you know, being here and living here all my life, it's always been the urge, the urge, the urge. And <clears throat> I've seen you multiple times. One of my most memorable time was probably the uh, Homegrown Festival. Oh, that was a fantastic night. Uh, up at Riverport. Yep. We're going to call it Riverport. Nowadays yeah. called uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood Casino like, I, Amphitheater. I for a second. I know. They changed it's it every Riverport. couple of years. Yeah. But it's Riverport. This is such a St. Louis conversation so far. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> and, yeah, the the Homegrown Festival. Such a great show. I, I had front row seats. So I'm down there in the front row. Um, I want to say it was Stir. Yep, Stir was on that. Gravity Kills. Yep, Fragile and Porcelain Mice. And Fragile Porcelain Mice. Um, maybe even Modern Day Zero. I think Modern Day mm-hmm. Zero was there. Um, and then, of course, the the big closer, the urge. You know, just sitting there watching the show, Steve and the gang doing the thing. You know, it's so energetic and passionate. And you got the horns blowing and the guitars going. And you got the rock, and man, I just I, I can even, you know, sad to say, twenty five years ago, yeah. it's still so fresh in my mind that experience. And I just want to say thank you for those experiences oh, that man. I've had. Well, uh, thank you <laughs> yeah. for for sharing that. Um, that 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 homegrown show was 
That was oh, one of a kind. Man, right? I just I, I wish yeah. they would bring it back. It's just like a, a St. Louis festival. Yeah, Talk we've been about- trying to do that for again for a lot, for a while. We're still trying to. Yeah. It was uh, everybody for the most part is still around the area. Well, I know Gravity Kills just played last night or last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not too long ago I yeah. saw him. So yeah, we're still working on that because I think that was uh, that was a great show, not just for St. Louis music, but like St. Louis alternative, St. Louis rock yes. stuff that yes stuff that typically wouldn't be on you know the radio before now was getting played. Mm-hmm. And showcase all of us at that point was incredible for us. That was yeah. insane. It was pretty damn cool. And it was yeah. in St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah. Yes. Talk to the folks about Homegrown that maybe don't know so much about it. What was the point of Homegrown and where, where was it located? So it was, a, it was a concert. The Point had a CD that they would put out every year with local bands on it. Well, at one point, probably seven of those bands had major label deals. So a lot of us were, had had um, big deals, and so that's rare. You have that many bands in one city um, signed to major labels, and so uh, they decided to put the festival together, and they figured we'd do all right, but it, we, we did like 18,000 tickets that night, and it was all just bands from St. Louis, and it was awesome, and all of us bands know each other, so that's what also made it cool. But if you were in that audience, man, you got you saw a good ass show. Hell yeah, you did. You saw a really good show that night, and uh, yeah, that was what year that was, was that? I can't even it remember. It was like ninety seven, yeah. ninety seven or ninety eight. It might have been ninety. Might have been ninety eight because Jump Right In came out in ninety eight. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, it might have been ninety eight. Yeah. And at that point, you know, you you joined the Urge in high school. Mm-hmm. I think it was seven or eight years later you signed your 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 label deal. Yep, so it was like 93. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something like that, yeah. So, you know, flash forward even five, four or five years from there doing Homegrown, that's probably a culmination, you know, as you're hitting the charts. And now yeah. it's Homegrown is almost like it was probably some recognition locally of like, holy cow, these guys, oh, wow, I've heard, a lot of people were probably saying, I've heard this music. Correct. Those are St. Louis folks. These are all St. Louis bands. Just or like, I know that song. I didn't know who that was. Or mm. So it's a, good, it's a good way to make, a, make that connection, especially for all the other bands, too. Like you hear stuff on the radio and like, oh, that's who that is. You know, like I love that, especially like any festival we do. Mm-hmm. When we hit the road, we play that. People, you know, we're on these radio festivals. They hear the song, but they don't really know who it is or care. Mm-hmm. Not uh, in those days, right? Yeah. So I mean, when you hear, when you see the band, and the, you know, the live show is is different from what you hear, too. So that that kind of pieces everything together too. So I love doing that. I love like messing with people like that. Just. Yeah, here's a big surprise for your ass. It's gonna be nice. That's what we're all about. <laughs> big, yeah, big surprises. Um, I mean, the urge goes on to to hit the charts. You know, we talked about a lot of it, and now you've you know all these years later, you're still performing mm-hmm. with the urge. Yeah, oh, is, yeah. And, it, and how much of the band is 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 changed, and who and who you got? You know, from where you started out to where you're at now. You know, we started with just four of us. Um, three three of us went to high school together. Um, one of us uh, didn't, but it was just four of us, and uh, we were four piece band for a long time. We had this idea we wanted to add horns later on, so the horns came maybe a couple years after, and uh, we just kept making little small indie records. Man, just kept doing that, and oh man, like let me give you that history, that urge history. Uh, gosh, that that group right there, the drummer and the guitar player left. 
and the band that you know now started in like 92. So the drummer and the guitar player, good friends of ours, came from another band called Life Without Wayne. And so they joined the band. They already knew a lot of the music already. So they joined the band, and then we added two more horn players, and that's the band that you know today. Wow. That's the Receiving the Gift of Flavor band right there. Yes. Nice. And gearing up for another hot show mm-hmm. at the pageant. You do the, you've done the show before. This is a, a show you've done in the past. Yeah. But this is the first time you've brought in Ronald McDonald House. Yes, the first time. Um, that's the first. Yep. And th- this is cool because that's a big charity that Donnie from The Point does a lot of stuff for. He does his um, his music marathon that he does every mm-hmm. year. And so he's like, let's do this. For, um, do some of the, the proceeds go for uh, Ronald McDonald House. And we can also do another fundraiser um, with people buying the raffles and all that stuff to raise more money. So I'm like, I'm all about that. Let's do that. And it's it's pretty cool that like, whoever wins the raffle gets to play Donnie on Space Invaders on the big screen. I heard this when you were on yeah. the news this morning. Yeah. Space Invaders at the pageant. <laughs> Space and Invaders. And let's, let's get the night for sure, November 24th. <laughs> yeah. Doors open probably, what, 6? Six? 6 o'clock. 6 yeah. o'clock. And Space Invaders is going to be there along Space with the Earth. Invaders. <laughs> I mean, you're so almost, now you know how old we are, yeah. Yeah, but you're also <laughs> in the right place. You're in the exact <laughs> yeah. right studio. Yes. And we were all talking before you got here about can we all make it? And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, there's an extra cell there for Space Invaders on top of everything else that's going on. Yes. Um, yes. You, all right. So, folks, you can you can definitely get tickets to this show. You're hearing about it right now on the pod. Friday, November 24th. Um, was that, is that the day after? Day after Thanksgiving. Day, day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. Yep. I love that. Burn Black off Friday. those calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get get move. You're gonna be moving. You're gonna be sweating. You're gonna work off the gravy. This is Friday night. Get your tickets right now. You can you can probably get them. You know everywhere you know how. If you don't know, the pageant's selling them. Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. Things yep. are linked up at your website, which you're at steveewingmusic.net. I'm steveewingmusic.net. Theurge.net as well. Very nice. And then you can go to the pageant's website too. So yeah. Um, I've been looking at. We're gonna jump all over the place. Steve Ewing Band. Yes. I've seen Steve Ewing Band. Uh, I see you're doing shows. It looked like you were down in Park Hills. Uh, yeah, Missouri. Uh, I grew up in Bonterre. Okay, cool. and just right there around the area. And saw so you're doing shows there. You've got them on your website. Talk to us about Steve Ewing Band. From what I've read, it looks like you are doing uh, some urge songs, some Correct. cover songs, maybe some other songs as well. Uh, yep. And you have and tell us about Steve Ewing Band and Duo. What's the difference? So the the difference between the duo and the band is with the duo, it's just two of us, and I add everybody else, that, you know, for the band. So the sets are are kind of similar. Um, but the energy is slightly different, you know, so with a full band is louder, it's got, you know, a different feel to it, but I'm able to entertain, um, in big venues, small venues by just switching it up like that, which is fun, which is really cool. And it really works on my chops too. So I love it, but keeps you sharp, keeps you sharp big time. Playing acoustically really keeps you sharp. Yeah. Like it's, there's no, there's nobody else, but you and this guitar player. So like, you gotta be good. Yeah. You gotta be working, but yeah, so that, you know. I made a bunch of solo records like after 2000 I made like three more solo records uh put those out toured with the Steve Ewing band for a few years like really toured the nation like pretty hardcore um came back to St. Louis and then just started kind of just playing a few shows here and there and then it turned into a thing so now now I'm up to like 150 shows a year it was like at one point up to like a couple hundred shows a year with the Steve Ewing band or duo. So 
Yeah, we're going to work our way to the secret of how you do all these things. <laughs> so we're I, still I, playing quite a bit. Maybe it's off podcast. I need the secret sauce. Yes. Twizzlers. Yes. It's yes. Twizzlers, isn't it? It's, it's Twizzlers, Twizzlers man. Steady diet of Twizzlers. Yeah, uh, will, One I'll, Twizzler I'll, every five minutes. Those are yours uh, to take home, but if you want to oh, open yeah. those Twizzlers, you help I, yourself. I, I'm going to take these home. Okay. Yes, yes. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> oh, it's fine. He said, I hope he shares. Um, all right. Talk to us about your Stevie Wonder cover band, Master Blaster. Oh man, so that, that was a that was an idea that came from our guitarist Connor Lowe. He was like, "Hey man, we're working on some Stevie Wonder stuff, and we're wondering if you want to sing with it." And I'm like, "Man, I don't know. That's Stevie Wonder. That's that's hard. That's man. hard, right? Legend." So I get over there. It's like they're just working like the skeletons of some songs. I'm like, "Man, that's I think we could pull it off." And uh, we got I called the guy from Chesterfield Amphitheater. Because they have that that tribute series out there, mm-hmm. and that was the first show we did. Um, I got Dave Gorelli, who's like a genius. He plays keyboards with Funky Butt Jazz, uh, Funky Butt Brass Band, yep, and a bunch of other bands around. So I got him to be the musical director on it, and he put together an incredible band. And we had a show out there, and it was insane. So I'm like, I think we got something here, and I have a new agency that came along and really wanted to do it to book it. So we we do about two shows a year for that band. Very cool. But yeah, it was, it's a couple shows. Oh, that was my next question. How, yeah. how much are you going to be playing? So it's far? only like a couple shows a year with that one. How, how often do you guys get together to practice? Um, we have quite a few rehearsals, like maybe like a month out. Um, and we just we just rehearse like crazy a month out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's intense, no doubt. And uh, a lot of variety. Uh, music is very much crazy still important in your life. Very much so, yes. It always has been. I know you grew up with music. I yep. grew up uh, hearing a lot of Stevie Wonder, I think I've, I've heard you say a couple yes. times. It's around the house quite a bit. It just was like a staple in our house. Yep. I mean, Stevie Wonder, like singles, records, and then Musiquarian came out, which was like a greatest hits, plus extra stuff that wasn't on other records. And that, that was really cool because I started hearing some other Stevie that wasn't like on the radio or weren't singles. Um, and I'm like, man, this dude is deep. And so when he's like, we can do the Stevie Wonder thing. I'm like, let's do some of those Musiquarium songs, too. I mean, they all became, eventually became hits, too. So, I mean, everything is a hit with him. You know, so it's <laughs> hard to not find a hit. Right, exactly. Seriously, man. Um, and, uh, and somehow, along the way, I think you said you were in New Orleans one night after a show, and you guys were hungry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, what year was this, you know, looking back? You know where I'm going. Uh, you know where I'm probably, You know where next next stop is right now. Yep. I'm I'm thinking that was like circa 94, 95 maybe. You guys are hungry. We were touring a lot. I mean, we were on the road like we the tour lasted like a year and a half, something like that. But yeah, it was about, around that time and it was New Orleans. I remember guy was making me a hot dog on the street. And I was pretty drunk. I was pretty... <laughs> Man, that's the best hot dog I ever had. <laughs> And so, like, fast forward, I'm like, man, that's what we need is somebody feeding people on the street after shows, after concerts. We need that. And I wasn't seeing that. And so I'm like, I can do that. It shouldn't be too difficult. Um, I can start small. I can bring it out and learn some things with it. But I just felt I'm trying to fill a gap here. And that's where it started. Yeah, right in the middle of a bun. And right in the middle. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're in talking about Steve's hot dog. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Hey, listen. This is like one of those like times where you're like, I want to transcend your like 
fan base that you've known forever that love you, mm-hmm. and then the new fans that you can get. Right. Because we probably knew you more from Steve's Hot Dogs. Right. First. Oh, yeah. I hear that all the time, yeah. I'm, I figured you did. And yeah. I, honestly, I remember it was probably, it was like 2017 maybe, and 18 maybe, and I came to your shop, Steve's Hot Dogs for the first time, sat outside, you had the picnic table sitting outside. Right. And I had a, a burger for the first time. <laughs> Which you don't. Back, I, I, no burgers now. It's just I, I, yeah. back to dogs. Just back to got dogs. Got the hot dogs. My, yep. my partner, my fiance Carrie, is an avid hot, hot dog fan. Sweet. She loves hot dogs, and I've got a full hot dog review for you that I'll oh, share. Okay, her, cool. Her favorite one. Um, Andy is also a big fan of hot dogs. Oh, yes. Uh, your hot dogs. City Park, just about every game. Just, I, I always appreciated you out there greeting yeah. everybody with a smile. Yeah, I mean, that's St. Louis City games. Of, yes, exactly. I St. come out and hang out at the games when I can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the, the, the whole season. Sad it's over. We'll start there for sure. But um, I'm looking forward already next year to getting out there. And, and, it's going to be more. here like that. It's you got? You have any secrets of of what's going to be on the menu next season? Um. Well, I, I can tell you, we are going to add the gluten free options next year because we had a lot of people asking for that i think we may have another vegetarian option and then we're gonna probably try to get the mac and cheese at the stadium okay and so if, like we have ahead. like we have the mac and cheese at uh enterprise and it's very popular so i think we might try to add the mac and cheese to uh to city park as if i didn't need more to be excited yes. about going back to games what's your what's your dog what do you get the jamaican me uh Oh, bacon, bacon, Jamaican. Bacon, yeah. bacon, Jamaican. Yeah. Oh my God. That yeah. every single time that one. That's that one my never personal favorite. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Is it really? There we go. Yeah. Oh now I know why it was there. It's and so it good. Didn't disappoint. Yeah. And it's been on the menu like from day one. Yeah. I mean, I, it's my understanding that they created all that whole stadium and all the vendors, um, like with the fan experience in mind, and yep, that's that's got to be uh, a treat for you to be kind of a, a part of that that first season for sure. Yeah, it was it was a huge honor. Um, they reached out to the the public via social media and just kept asking over and over like who should we get in the stadium and everyone kept over and over saying Steve's hot dogs so um they came to us and said let's let's get you in here and let's work on how we can make it fast because you know it's it's really fast i mean like yeah. it's moving fast when when it hits you got to make a lot of food and we figured that out but um they were awesome at helping that helping us out on that we had a whole team of people working on that but uh, it's it was a huge honor to be in there for the first season, man. That was like, that's yes. Yeah, that's a that's an experience, even yep. just for you in the stadium, standing yep. there at your place, you know. Uh, so how many locations do you have now? I guess it's mostly you and the sports teams. It sounds like is there is it's is, are those the spots? There's four. There's the one on Grand. There's the three stadiums, and then there's the one on Del Mar, which is new construction that's coming in March. All right, well, so, I want to highlight some of the dogs because we already highlighted the Bacon Bacon Jamaica, and we have other ones for you. The Pork Steak Dog. Yes. Uh, the Backyard Barbecue Dog. Uh-huh. Gorilla Mac and Cheese Dog. Uh-huh. Um, and this is probably a great time to insert the review from my partner, Carrie. She has to say that Steve's hot dogs are perfection. Oh. This is a girl that knows hot dogs, I'll take that. I haven't been able to order anything other than the Hawaii Five O. Sweet. Uh, she gives the description. It's a smoked dog with sliced pineapple, grilled onion, crumbled bacon, and sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Because it checks all the boxes of sweet, savory, and absolutely delicious, I dream of this dog. <laughs> it's what you get for lunch on your birthday. 
Yeah. It's a celebration. And from the bottom of my hot dog loving heart, thank you, Steve. Oh, that's the best. I feel like I want to put that in a frame someplace. <laughs> we'll make that happen for you. We'll put a, we'll put a Mostly Superheroes logo on it. That's, and we'll figure it out. That's lovely. That's wonderful. Um, I mean, how in the world, Steve? All right, so music is filling your life. Mm-hmm. And... I we we know you know making money from music. It's a whole conversation that I want to you know within five ten minutes maybe toward the end we'll we'll get to the meat first. But I, I I'm so intrigued by how artists make their money mm-hmm. and helping them make more. And eventually you decided a full time business in hot dogs was going to be how you also make income. Yes, and it, originally it was just a side gig. It was just like I'm I'm going to do this as a side gig and maybe learn about it and maybe just have some extra income there. Mm-hmm. And it started to take off, you know, so then, you know, really had to put a lot more time into it. So the balance was trying to grow this one while stay busy doing the other one. That was the tricky part. And now, nowadays, I mean, we're talking about you being in all these, the sporting arenas, you're, it's, and you're still in multiple bands performing. Mm-hmm. And, you're a bodybuilder. Yes. You're a bodybuilder, and I'm going to go back to your Instagram here. That's you with the hot dog, folks. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this there is you. Are. You got your big competition coming up uh, in March the next year. I got, I got uh, 17 weeks to go. So yes. The countdown's on. It's on, yeah. You're working out. You're trying to keep the diet. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been bodybuilding uh, You know, competitively and not competitively? This will be my sixth show. So, like, one a year, one competition per year yeah. for, like, the last uh, five or six years. I took a year off. So, like, I don't know, like, like seven, seven years. It's been a while since I've been, I've been doing it. So, it's nice. It's uh, it's like I get in shape, and it helps me stay in shape for everything else I do. Like, the food, like, playing shows. You know, like, that's, you know, with the urge shows, you've seen how we run around. Oh, yeah. You, you got to be in shape. So, this, this kind of just... Goes with it, and I love the training that goes into this. Love it. You look good, man. You're looking like look. Uh, that's that's the other side effect swole. too. You just look swole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got the visual up on the screen right I now. I know. Like look at it. Like ah. <laughs> Body built by Twizzlers. That's uh, fantastic. You know, and it's. And I feel like it's. There's. It's. This is a no brainer. You don't have to ask what this is about. You're keeping your fitness up. Yeah. But you're enjoying it. I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean. You're not jogging. You're you're, no, no. you're bodybuilding. Yep. Great so, way to burn calories. Great way to stay in shape. Do you go mm-hmm. to a gym that you like? I sure do. It's uh, called Fit Cities, written city at Jefferson and 44. It's awesome. Know it. Yes. You know that place? Yeah. Yes, I do. I have some friends that have worked out there over mm-hmm. the years. Yep. Uh, great spot. Um, Again, getting to like the secret sauce of, of, of you managing all these things. What I mean, you also live in St. Louis. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not just performing, you're not just working out, and you're not just running Steve's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're having fun? Um, really not just the fun that you're having when you're working, but maybe your off time during the off time. Really? I'm just chilling, trying to spend as much time with my, um, with my family as possible. Tell us about your um, family. My, my, uh, my daughter is very much the athlete. So she's, you know, doing like club volleyball and club soccer and high school soccer and high school volleyball. So as much as I, you know, that's pretty much when I'm not, um, doing like playing shows or doing restaurant stuff, we're at games. So that's, you know, that's, that's my life. That's huh. it, and like which it, is awesome. It, like it takes up a lot of time. I can tell you. Yeah. As a as a father of four. Yeah. Oh boy. So yeah. So you, I ha- I have one. So I couldn't imagine like four daughters, four my friend, to different sporting events. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
Um, do uh, I mean you? We we fanboyed out you coming here. You know, you got you got friends of hers, uh, parents. You know, you're going to events and people leave you alone or they don't leave you alone. I, I yeah, we I <laughs> I get to know everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great like yes. hey hey man i'm just trying to watch the match hey <laughs> <laughs> get to know everyone i know that you're i know you had the best night of your life at mississippi nights <laughs> i gotta watch the soccer game yes but i gotta tell you man like you your uh your energy and your smile and your your general attitude and the way that you you show up to the things that you're so obviously driven to do is really inspiring and it, it's contagious so sweet like i do things that i like doing i mean i'm like Everything I do, I love doing. So, yeah, there's going to be a smile on my face. So, I mean, even if I'm tired, somebody's going to make me smile. There's going to be somebody doing something crazy or something cool that's going to that's going to put me right back in it. What shows are you going to lately? Oh, who, my who, gosh. Who, who do you go see? Who have you been seeing? Lately, um, you know, recent stuff or the last few years, anything? I would say the last, like, really cool show that I saw was I saw Tears for Fears mm-hmm. out at uh, Hollywood. And I'm like, oh, let's go see Tears for Fears. And my wife and I went, and they blew me away. I, I, I'd never seen the band. I'm a huge fan. And they blew me away. So, yeah, Tears for Fears is the last one I've seen. Oh, what else? I, I'm, I've been seeing too many concerts because yeah. I'm playing a lot of concerts. Yeah. but I, um, I get it, too. Like, I produce podcasts. I'm not listening to every podcast. Sure, yeah. I'm getting ready for this. Yep. Okay. But I, now I get to, like, see concerts at work. So if if I, like we worked Metallica at the Dome. Oh yeah. Yep. So I could kind of hang out and for a while, and then actually just watch the concert. So yeah. Oh my God! Were you guys in there for like Beyonce? We're in there for Beyonce. I watched that one. Can you imagine if you think Beyonce got one of your dogs? That would have been <laughs> awesome if she did, but she didn't. Th- that would have been it. Yep. Yeah. Not you- unless somebody secretly bought her one or something. You know. Like- You'd be opening up Steve's Hot Dogs International. <laughs> I, I don't know I that would. I could picture yes. Beyonce eating a hot dog. <laughs> With mac and cheese on it. Great. She might. That's now, like, well, now that's all anybody's picture. Yes. Gosh dang it, Scott. I need that in my life. This is typically a family-friendly show. She might. You don't know. Um, we are. We started in TV and film and books, um, but really, we and we used to call it. We had a segment on the show called "What You Watching." Now we call it "What, what You Sharing" because it's really just about like anything that you've experienced lately that you talked about, like that you're into. Um, we talk about a lot of nerdy stuff on here. I think I've heard that you're a Star Wars fan. A big Star Wars fan, yeah. Um, that's we we love Star Wars on this um, show. We do a lot of features. Have you watched any of the recent Star Wars stuff? I have. I've pretty much all the like rollout stuff uh, from Disney. I've seen all that stuff. Mandalorian, Ahso- yeah. Ahsoka, yep. The Obi Wan Kenobi show. Obi, yeah. You're watching it. Yes. That's why I got Disney. That's what I got it for. You got oh, yeah. Disney Plus, and <laughs> yeah. it's for the Star Wars. Dad. It's just for the Star Wars stuff, okay. and and the Marvel stuff too. Like, okay. but that's that's what I got Disney for. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I'm hogging up a lot of the questions. We can bounce around a little bit. I got a few more. Uh, a couple more on my side. Not a lot left. You got more? Uh. I'd, we'll circle back to the urge. I'm, I'm curious. I want to know about the grilled cheese. Oh yeah, that's right. So um, we have another concept, which is a ghost kitchen concept right now. And it's called Steve's Meltdown, and that is a uh, gourmet, like, upscale grilled cheese concept. And right now it's doing pretty good as just delivery and pickup only. And eventually we're working to get that into a brick and mortar. So hopefully within the next year or so, we'll have a little spot that we can start growing that business. Yeah, I remember reading in uh, St. Louis Business Journal, uh, This is you kicked this off at the beginning of the year. 
It was, yep. And um, that's my my business partner, Danny. That is her. That's her brainchild. Um, she's like, yeah, we we should start working on a, like a ghost kitchen concept. And um, during the pandemic, anything that was deliverable was killing. Yeah. Oh, they. I saw the, like the Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is killing. So there's some that are doing really great um, out there. And we're like, well, let's get in that because it's a great way for one, delivery's never going away. And for two, that's a way to build something, learn how to make them better, how to, you know, how to grow with that. So we started the the whole ghost kitchen thing. And it also helped us get our workers more hours. So you can work out of the same kitchen. If it's if it slows down, there's more more things for you to do. Wow! So we can keep everybody like getting their hours. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, more just creating more work. Correct. Yeah. Fill filling that there's a there's a void to fill in between. Correct. The yep. the main hours of the business. Mm-hmm. And and grilled cheese is going to be the focus. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like, how do when when are we going to get to eat some of these grilled cheeses? Oh, uh, you can just get on um, Grubhub or. Any of those sites? Yeah, yeah. DoorDash. DoorDash. Like Uber Eats, Postmates. Yep. All of them. And just uh, look up Steve's Meltdown. Steve's Meltdown. Yep. This is huge. Yep. yep. Um, we normally get your hot dogs delivered. Yeah. The grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> are fire. Oh, man. Yes. Um, what else you got? Um, <clears throat> when 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 you were out there really touring in the mid-90s, is, is there a show that that just stands out to you as like wow like i i can't believe i'm here like i remember when i had uh one of my favorite band t-shirts and it was the urge and 311 mm-hmm. and corn and incubus like all on one t-shirt oh yeah and i just um like it, it just makes me think like you had to have seen so many great shows not even like really while you were performing but just like standing it backstage sure, and watching of... these guys perform and say, wow, this uh, is it. There's one I can think of. And the reason why you saw 311 and The Urge and Incubus and Corn together a lot is we have the same agent. Right. We have the same agency. And us and Corn and Incubus were on the same record label together. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of had this like bond and we just toured together a lot, which was awesome because yeah. we were just all bringing our careers up together. But there's one show in particular. It was, um, I believe, it was in Georgia, outside of Atlanta, someplace, and it was like eighty thousand people on a racetrack, and the headliner was Lenny Kravitz. And so, if you could have seen it, every single artist, every band, was standing around just like with their jaws open, just watching Lenny Kravitz play. That's how. That's how awesome he is. Yeah. But he had everybody just like it was it was that was the coolest. All of us bands together were just like that he, was that was dope. He's right there. I yeah. mean Lenny Kravitz doing his thing. It's Lenny Kravitz, yeah. Honestly, one of the coolest guys yep. of all time. I put you up there, Steve. Ha <laughs> I'll put you up there. Like on, yeah. my, own, on my own personal list. Like my, yeah. my personal list, my personal inventory. <laughs> like Yes. Cool factors there. I'm telling you. Yes. Whenever I put it together, you know, like I said, I, I, I that was my first experience was was Steve's hot dogs. When I put it together, and I'm like, oh my god, the urge. Like that's the same guy. Yeah. Um, I'm still just mind blown that uh, you've been able to 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 make your life 
this picture of of the things that you like to do. Love it, love it, man. Nowadays, what's an ideal week look like for you? Like, what are you doing throughout the week to like kind of like if you're like okay, my normal good week. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what's it look like? You're you're performing a little. You're rehearsing. You're... I'm getting I'm getting um at least a few rehearsals in. Getting a good night's um, sleep. I'm getting most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I get my training in early in the morning, so I'm done with it. Mm. And then um, going to the shop, I'm usually doing something with with catering, involving catering um, at the shop. I've gotten to the point where I've been able to step back. I've got an amazing team. I have um, my awesome business partners. So I can really be, be in front of people. I do a lot of the donations, deliveries for our food, uh, donation for Feed the People. So we do those weekly. Um, there's we have like three partners that I make those deliveries. So I do a lot of that. And so feed the people still going on. Oh yes, it, that 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 need never stops. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to recap quickly for people that don't know what feed the people was in 2020. Mm-hmm. You, you started feeding everybody that needed it. Everybody who needed a food. Period. It didn't matter. Every people lost their jobs. Kids were out of school. So we're like, well, we're in a neighborhood. Like literally, like. A neighborhood so there's going to be people who normally eat here who probably can't eat here right now so if you want to come eat just come eat no questions asked and then we figured out that there was kids who weren't getting meals that they would normally get at school so we're like well, we need to provide those meals and so we had a couple partners in the neighborhood um that would actually get those hot meals out um to some banks where kids were coming during the summertime or during the, the school year when they were not in school so and as it as things got worse and worse and worse, there was a need for first responders, nurses. Nurses couldn't leave. They couldn't do anything. So we just started feeding everybody, and we, we kind of started running out of food and resources. So we asked the public to help us out, and, man, they did. So that, that really helped us really keep it going. And so now we're able to do that two or three times a week now. Yeah, you had some deliveries. You had the public reach out uh, mm-hmm. and help out. You had a couple grants that people, yep. people I think, Discover saw what you guys were doing. Discover gave us a grant. Um, we got another grant from Marcus Limonis from his TV show. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so once they once they saw that, and they, everybody was looking to kind of step up their game and really kind of help out. Yeah. And so anything they could grasp onto that they felt was really actually getting food out to people or really helping, Yeah. Um, they wanted to be involved with. Uh, well, I'll give it up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. beautiful. Yep. yep. Pillar of the, the community. More I, the more I read about that, the more, I mean, and just thinking back to those times, and of course, you know, mm-hmm. all the people affected at the time, and, and it's so good to see Steve's hot dogs stepping in, too. Like, I'd be like, hey, this isn't even like, you know, this isn't some cheap chicken with, like, something on the side. Like, this is a hot dog. This is a great hot dog. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm someone in the community. It's like, this is good. And that it's different, you know what I mean? Like, typically, there's cold sandwiches or things like that. If you can get a hot meal. Um, especially something with a cookie in a bag and a bag of chips in the bag or something that, that brings a little happiness to it. It's that, you know, so it's nice to be able to do that. And it was nice that we had the public really help us out on that. And they still do. So I think right now we're over 10,000 meals, um, and going strong. So I'm just gonna keep going. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even realized it was an ongoing program. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you yeah. Can, that you check out more at Steve's hot dogs, uh, STL.com mm-hmm. on that one. Andy, any giggler, any other I do, questions? I do have a question. Yeah, yeah. I heard that there was a missing Baby Yoda in one of your locations. Oh, I to, man. I, this? Please tell me that it's I been found. I almost a Baby Yoda shirt. Damn no, it. we did not find it. And it, was, it wasn't it was a Baby Yoda. It was Yoda. And we, okay. had, we had the statue. We, it was like a 100-pound stone statue. And one of our um, 
one of our team members painted it gorgeously. So you had Yoda in the park right next to the restaurant. We chained him down. So it's like it's 100 pounds with a chain on it. And somebody stole it. Somebody uh, stole it. I lost it. my faith in humanity. You can see the person taking it on the camera. We just couldn't make the face out. Oh. But he, he almost dropped it because it's, it's 100 pounds. <laughs> oh, God. So we put it out there to see if maybe if somebody was feeling guilty that they would bring it back. But we still haven't gotten Yoda back, yo. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. That sucks. Who would steal Yoda? I thought someone. That's bad the, karma, man. Our, like, our Star Wars discussion dried my memory on that. And I wanted, yes. I wanted this story to have a happy ending. But that, it, it currently it is not. But maybe maybe we can get awareness out here. Let's get. Yeah, let's, let's find Yoda. Hashtag find Yoda for Steve. If you know who it is, just tell him, bring it back. Yeah. It, we'll be cool with that. I don't care. Yeah. A, a reward. Two hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> We'll all laugh about it. We'll all laugh about it. I'm, that's horrible. That's like that's yeah. that's not all right. So you you live you work in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, you perform in St. Louis. You're you're doing late night shows in St. Louis, and you're at all the sporting events. Um, you know, I go to. What's it like living in St. Louis now for you in the last five years, the last couple years? And is it, it, it you know it feels. We talk about the old days, and and we think about you and your band play in the urge playing in the nineties. Yeah, you know, and the vibe that uh that was around. Do you think that music vibe is still happening and it's as strong as ever? I feel like the like I'm a I'm a live music fan. Mm-hmm. Me and my partner are live music. Uh, you know, we consider ourselves live music concert goers. But I know I tell her all the time it's a tragedy how much music we're missing out on that we don't even know about every night. Do you feel like the music scene in St. Louis is just tragic, like just vastly different than it no, was 20 I, I years think ago? No, it's or... different. It's still, still awesome. There's still tons of bands out there. Just if you think about it, when you get older, you're not as plugged in. So you don't really know what's all happening out there. Yeah. And so there's bands coming up. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you existed. They've been out there. We just, we're disconnected from it a lot of times. Yeah. In our lives. But um there's a lot of really cool shit coming out. Our rap scene is like blowing up like nationally right now. Big time. We're on the we're definitely back on the map again. Really? So I, I think we're gonna see we're gonna see another big push on the rap side of things. Um and hopefully um we get some more rock stuff, some more alternative things happening in the city. Maybe even country, me I don't know. Just I think I think it's coming though. Yeah, it always it comes in waves. Like we have our little waves, but right now rap is kicking in St. Louis. That's awesome. Yeah, you know I think about how I find out about music and the the list and the shows that come out here. I think that's something that's kind of like evolving nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the list that you looked at twenty years ago. Like a lot of folks, a lot of younger folks might not even know that. So we're always looking at how do we get word out about shows. Doing interviews like this is a huge part of it. Like it we're, is. We're cultivating a mix of an audience, so our folks will at least hear about it. But I mean, the most you can do if you're hearing this is there's a lot more. I would say it, there's a lot more music going on around you than you even know. That is big time correct. Like I said, it's 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 hard to be plugged into it as you get older. As you're when you're young, that's all you think about all day long is like who's playing, who's playing, and you're plugged in. But so it's it's hard to do that as as you get older. So like you rely on shows like like this podcast um, to kind of keep you up to speed on what's happening. And I have a 16-year-old, so she keeps me up to speed on a lot of, a lot of stuff, <laughs> which is awesome. So, like, what the hell is that? So, yeah, she listens to cool shit. 
Well, I know we've taken a lot of your time. We're approaching the end here. Um, I usually ask kind of like a deeper question toward the end. Mm -hmm. You know, we are uh, all about lifting each other up, and the struggle's all too real. Yeah. What do you say to somebody that says, I got, if you had two minutes to spare, mm -hmm. what, if, and I'm struggling, can you give me some advice, Steve? Uh, and you only have like a couple minutes, you know, maybe two minutes to tell them, uh, I'm going to tell this person one thing, and then I'm going to walk off. Right. What I mean, I, I would say whatever it is that you're doing and if it's something that you're passionate about or something you love doing, then stick with it. Stay with it. Like it's going to get rough for a while. Um, and you'll find a lot of times during that period of time where like it feels really bad or feeling it's really rough. If you're putting in the work, that might be the time where things start actually start getting better for you. Mm. But uh, for me, it's all about um, just putting in a lot of work putting in that work and just kind of keeping your head down which is kind of hard to do um but find something you're passionate about so even if you have struggles in life find something you're passionate about and put some heart into it man and stay with it I mean, that keep you that'll keep you happy and it also might give you something somewhere to go right on i hear i hear persistence yeah stay at it yeah and that sometimes darkest before the dawn that's correct that is correct. Like, In fact, I feel like that's how it's always been for me. Is right when shit gets sticky, that's like right at the point where stuff is about to kind of get good. It doesn't feel that way, but it always kind of works out that way. What do you, what advice do you have for someone that's fighting through that moment and it's about to go somewhere? Um, and it feels as hard as it's ever felt right now. See if you can find like some people that you can become a team with. See if you can find other people who are like, you know, uh, positive about it. Like, Hey man, keep going. Like it's, 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 it's coming. Seek that out. Like look for people who, who can be on your, tri in your tribe. In your find, yeah. Find your people. Yeah. Big Surround time. yourself with those. Correct. Can't do it alone. You cannot. It won't work. You can try, <laughs> but it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Beyonce. Unless you're Beyonce. <laughs> She's got a team though. She has a huge team. Oh yeah. Steve Ewing here in the studio. Any final stuff? Giggler. Oh man. Just, your personality is so is just, it, it, I mean, it just rubs off on all of us. I feel like right now I'm about to be, be the best version of myself after this interview. I feel like because you're word word. So I appreciate that. Just seeing your uh your passion for what you do and and how much you love it. And it, I mean, just seeing it live and in person right now. I look forward to seeing what you can do live on stage in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're gonna for, love that show for man. the first so time ever. Fun. I might hurt myself a little bit. <laughs> Me too. Me too, probably. <laughs> You've been at it. You've been at it. But you look, we were talking about this. We see you on the news, and I swear it's like, I mean, you could be 30. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. You I'll take should. That. Take it as long as you can. I'll take dude, that. I mean, not what, like. What about me? Could I, could I be 30? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to comment on you two. Final thoughts, Scotty Scoop. Uh, I got a couple things. Go to this man's uh, uh, shop. The 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 Steve's hot dog uh like the merch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Merch. Oh, we didn't even I, talk about the camera. I, I wanna I wanna shout out the the wonderful t shirt designs you have here. The grill 'em all. Love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, classic right. Metallica riff. Yes. yes. And then uh oh, give, I, keep I, scrolling down. I saw the red hot chili dogs. <laughs> that one might be down there. Let's see. The the SH the the classic Van Halen Van font Halen, yeah. love it oh nice these are amazing yes 
Anybody and then wanna, there was the oh, uh, the Green Day. Go. Anyone you want to shout out for any of this? Like you got a whole mix of stuff here, like artists or agencies or uh, merch shops. Daniel Jones from Benton Park Prints. Yeah, nice. Uh, does all of our shirts and stuff. He he does a fantastic job. He's local. He's he's really awesome. Tell yeah. us about your beef candle. So, um, <laughs> Flying Tiger Motorcycles came to us with this idea of making this candle <laughs> with the beef scent to it. They figured out how to make. <laughs> A beef-smelling candle. They've done it. This is like the they, they, the KFC chicken law. They figured it out. Like you want to make a candle? We're like, <laughs> and they showed us this artwork. We're like, yeah, let's love the artwork. That. You look great. That's hilarious. All right, and it's for charity. It's for charity. What's yep. going on with that? So uh, you, five bucks from each purchase goes back to feed the people. Oh, nice. So that goes right into the fund for um for folks. So, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it smells like bacon and beef. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Go buy it. Uh, yes. Steve's Hot Dogs SCL dot com. I got. I got one more thing. Please. All right, we're gonna go with a uh, a brioche bun. Okay. And then you're gonna take this hot dog. You're gonna give a little roll in brown sugar. Okay. And you're gonna you're gonna put that on the griddle. Okay. And then we're going peanut butter and jelly. I have I've done something similar. Okay. To that, um, we didn't do the brown sugar. But we did we did line it with bacon, okay? Because of the bacon, the bacon and the jelly and all that, just they go together. Yeah. But um, for a long time, just a, a little trivia, the first um iteration of Steve's hot dogs was all brioche. So oh, the original okay. the all the original concept was brioche. Yeah, I love a good brioche. and it tastes so good um with the dog. So occasionally we'll have some recipes where we'll use um like a bun with little sweetness to it, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, mm. beautiful pretzel right. bun. Big time, yes. Yeah. So we have a pretzel bun that's on the menu now. Oh, okay. So that's an option. So if you want it, you can have it. You can order a pretzel bun for an extra buck fifty or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything? What was your expectation coming on the podcast? Did you think you were going to talk about certain things? Um, I I really never have any expectations. Yeah. When I come on the podcast, and it's cool because every time I do one, it's slightly different. It's like other stuff comes out. Um, so I, I never have any preconceived idea of like what I'm going to say or what's, you know, what's coming at me. So I'm just like, let's open it up. Just, just talk and see what happens. Um, we love music and we, you know, uh, this is something I ask about, uh, kind of like the marketplace. I, the best way to support an artist mm-hmm. is to go to their website and to buy from them. It is. Yep. Is, is that right? Like what, you know, go to their shows, buy or the merch, directly, go to the shows, buy yep. the music directly. Yep. If you're out in the world listening. And I want to listen to the urge. I'm pulling up Spotify and I'm pulling up Apple Podcasts. Sure, that's it. Yep, you're you know that's how it's working. That's how it's going. Yeah, you guys see money from that? Um, not a significant amount of money yet. Okay, but if you go, like you said, if you go to the band's concert, that's that's good right there. You've done it. Yeah, that's fine. You buy, know, buy your if you buy merchandise, that's fine. But just going to the concert's a big deal. It's a huge deal. You're supporting the band. Okay. Would you be into a podcast where you talked and then played music and chilled out and listened to music, like some of your favorite music? I think that's a good idea. It's like radio. Yeah. But now it's coming to podcasts. Spotify did a thing called uh, uh, Music Plus Spotify. So I can record a podcast now. Right. And I can put your actual music, you know, from The Urge, right, Steve Ewing Band, and I can put it into my podcast episode now. What? And Spotify claims... That uh, music artists get paid for this just the same as they would for a regular Spotify play of your song. Well, yeah, you would definitely get paid. But 
big difference. Now it's mixed into a show. Sure. Controversial. Also means it's going to get more plays too. That's right. That's the idea. So if you're That's getting if you're getting uh if you're getting paid on streams, it's just going to make more streams. Yeah. If me and Scotty, Andy, you can come too. We'll we'll do a <laughs> mute. We we have a spinoff called Mostly Superheroes: The Music Show. It's only okay. on Spotify. Yeah. Would Would you be okay if we end up doing an episode like that with your music? I would love to because we have some more releases coming too. So that'd be great. Like we could play them. We could listen to like you know we could either listen to the entire song mm-hmm. you know when we're in here or we could listen to you know thirty seconds and yeah. move on to the next one. Yep. Um, All right, we have. There's a new Steve Ewing release we, we uh, covered, Cult of Personality by Living Color. Oh, yes. Very good. And then we're working on a new Urge single right now. So, hope, yeah, we'll have more music coming out. So I would love to do that. Awesome. Let's do that for sure. We're uh, four years in, 100 episodes. We're going to do this the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um. So we'd love to talk to you more. I'm down, man. I'm, I'm, I'd like to see how the whole um, podcast universe like evolves it's it's pretty cool man it's pretty awesome you know what's you know i I started in radio when i was 18 i was on a top 40 radio station Mm -hmm. um i got to at 18 years old i got to introduce boys to men at a festival in lincoln nebraska yes in the middle of a cornfield i was saying everyone get ready here's boys to men i bet that was crazy it was insane (laughs) i I bet that was nuts no business being up there Um, he thought and, it was the end of the road. And I feel like radio, <laughs> no, you know, no, 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 no. the mainstream radio figured out music and licensing a long time ago to where yeah. they're playing this music out. Podcasts have now become the, I don't, do you listen to podcasts? I do. What do you listen to? Um, gosh, I listen, I listen to a lot of fitness podcasts. There's, um, there's Mike Matthews has his, his, um, there's a, oh God, what's the name of it? It's three boneheads. Four of them. Yeah, um, it's a huge one. Smartless? No, it's another huge one <laughs> I listen to. Uh, let me see. Hold on a second. Comedy or fitness? Fitness, yeah. Okay, fitness. And they're, they're yeah, like- Look at your podcast app. That's all right. We'll plug. This is the time to plug it. You're on a pod. They're like um, fitness slash comedy. Like The show is really much like they interview a lot of people and it's, you know- they, they they kind of throw fitness stuff in there, but then they go crazy with all the other stuff. So, yeah. what do you love about the podcast? Um, what brings you back? The ridiculousness of it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably feel a little bit like you're like part of the crew. Yes, like and, they, they kind of feel like buddies. That's correct. And so it's like listening to the best parts. Say like a morning show on the radio, like you're listening to the best parts. Mm-hmm. And what I, I mean, no offense, but I love. When you're listening to podcasts, you can choose which episodes to listen to. Yes. So that's like, that's, oh, this topic here. Yeah. This is what I want to yeah. to know about. Yep. And that's it. It's a niche. And I feel like that's why they're blowing up so much is mm-hmm. because the more niche that people get on certain topics oh or my gosh, types yeah. of interviews, the more you become an authority on it. And also you just kind of cultivate. I think the thing that's cool about podcast compared to radio is radio is big audience yep the whole city or like if you're talking about serious you know the whole world top 40 we got to play for everybody sure and you're playing for the person that's listening for like 40 minutes at a time Mm -hmm. so you hear a lot of the same things podcasts like you said you can you can select it there's so many options out there um and you've yeah you've been i know it's probably been an experience for you over the decades even sure doing the radio style interviews to come into honestly somebody some guy's house yeah <laughs> you know yeah getting in the basement and talking about some stuff but uh 
you know, in terms of podcasting uh, and music combined, you know, I just I, I I stress that if you're trying to mix the world out there of music, just always uh, th- put the artist first because that's I think that's yeah. what I think that's what we think about is like I don't feel comfortable bringing in your music to this right now and playing it without knowing that you would get paid for it, and I right. think that's the solve that has to happen. Sure, sure. So hopefully we we'll get there. From us on our on our side of it, at least for me. Like I'm always promoting it, so the the end is to get you to come to a show or get you to buy something. So if I'm if I'm doing something I don't get paid on, um, but it's promoting you or getting you to get to a show, that's also cool for me. So um, that's that's why I like podcasts. I love because I know like when you guys do your show, you have your listeners. They're they're actually tuning in. Right. They're 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 here for you guys. So I love that. Well, speaking of promoting shows, let's talk about it. We'll end with this. November 24th yep. at the pageant, uh, pulling up the website right now. Um, you who, you got some folks opening for you as well. Yep. Tree One Four is opening up. They're like a kind of a stoner rock, awesome band. And Wise Mary. Wise Mary is opening. They're the first of three. Very nice. Doors open at six. Get there early. Tickets are going fast. I mean, we're we're you know this will come out uh, just about probably a week before. If you're listening right now, you mm-hmm. got a little bit of time. Yep. Um, and it, it's coming up November twenty fourth. And also, Space Invaders. You have a chance to is yeah. it play Space Invaders. Let's play it on stage on the big screen. On the big screen, like on the stage. Yeah. So yeah, we have the big old um, LED screens behind the stage. And so, like, the crowd will be able to watch you play against Donnie. Nice. Better start practicing, boys, mm-hmm. everybody. I know. Get, I was get like, them I calluses. I, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. tell you the last time I played it. <laughs> I can't be making a fool in front of that many people. All right, Being guys. bad at video games. I already do that well, by myself. Steve, we'll hopefully all see you at your show. We'll, ho- we'll hopefully talk to you again more. Um, a St. Louis group of folks here and an absolute legend and a rock star um, that's played – I mean, at this point, you've played around the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in different continents. Um, and to see you come back and pour so much love and energy uh, into your community where you're at and spending your time, we applaud you. Um, and uh, hopefully you'll come back and see us on Mostly Superheroes sometime. I sure will, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Thank Steve, you, guys. Steve yeah, Ewing, you. Scotty Scoop, The Giggler. I'm Logan. couple more big episodes before the end of the year. And we'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy. 